0: what is going on you are watching tags live aka talk about gay sex the live edition i'm your host steve v and this is episode 332 alongside partner in crime cody maurice Dolget, how are you hello darling i'm okay how are you doing today how's your leg my leg is good. Thanks for asking. Um, week out of surgery and yeah, doing good. Doing actually sure. good. Yeah, I it have to say. You, yeah, you might be wondering if you're watching this, like, what are they wearing? <laughs> 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 it's
1: a fashion moment, darling. It's, it's a fashion, fashion moment.
0: Moment. I'm wearing a silk robe here. As Cody mentioned, I. Uh, broke my ankle that's not why i'm wearing this though it's in <laughs> honor of the one and only may he rest in power andre leon tally passed away uh, just yesterday today, actually and mm-hmm. you know our thoughts and prayers are for his family but wow what an a, a force to be reckoned with andre yes. leon tally um from vogue what he did to Bringing just the ethnic African American community into the fashion forefront, giving mm. them a voice, being in the gay a, community, and the gay community. And you know, it's not like he talks so much about being gay, he did it not. was, right. but he just was. And I think that's mm-hmm. something to kind of part of his legacy. One thing that I was listening to people talk about on the many tributes that people were referencing today was mm-hmm. he had a a a niche for looking at the ordinary and Not making it banal, but saying, "Open your eyes. There is something like your cleavage right now that you're fixing, (laughs) girl. I caught you. (laughs) You did.
1: Oh, oh,
0: this old thing. Yeah. (laughs) To the fabric, to Lotus the small things, and that is will draw inspiration. And don't be afraid of color and things of that sort. And I just think that's, you know, I do that, I try and do that already, but I'm gonna continue to carry that on. Uh, I love fashion so much, even with my broken ankle last night I was out and I had this thing that many people probably thought I was wearing a dress, but it wasn't a dress. It was, yeah, but it kind of covered up what was going on with the leg a little bit and when I hobbled through to go to the restroom at this mm-hmm. posh restaurant that my friends treated me to. Um nice. I was able to kind of look the par and I, you know, it's par- partly because of Andre Leontelli saying that, yeah, but it's work, work. And live your life vibrantly and to the fullest. Absolutely. Absolutely. You look great. I love you in that hat, by the way. Thank you.
1: This old, this fashion moment here, I, I wore it for Auntie Andre because I, I don't know Andre Leon, Andre Leon Talley's pronouns, but to me, yep, they're Auntie An- Andre.
0: I love so. it. I love it. Um, perfect. All right. Well, we've got a jam packed show, as you know, Cody, we were preparing for this and so much to talk about. Oh, if yeah. you listen to episode 331, the other day, we were talking about the current Atlantis cruise that set sail, uh, on Monday. And we were wondering at over 5,500 passengers, what was gonna be the the case, right? And it's so Mm -hmm. funny, Cody, because my friend that's been staying with me, one of my best friends, has been helping me out. He left Uh today, but he was bombarded. He's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how many people I knew on the current Atlantis (laughs) cruise. And he's somebody that looks at his feed, his social media feed regularly and was just struck at like the the opening ceremony or whatever they do. I think if they had the, uh, the uh, military party and everybody yeah. was in thongs and- <laughs> Dog you know, tag like party. Dog yeah. tag party, yes. I've been to one of those before, but people of course have been speculating like many people, um, what's this all gonna mean in the middle of a pandemic? Uh, yep. A resurgence of course. But Vakaya Cruise Line, which I've been on before, has sort of set sail before. They were like ahead of the game and they're already back. And they're kind of clapping back to a New York Times story that questioned, can a gay cruise keep Mm -hmm. its guests safe amid a pandemic? And you know what their answer is? A resounding yes. (laughs) Okay. In an article published on Friday, January 14th, the New York Times asked, can a gay cruise keep 4,700 safe amid COVID in reference to another gay travel company's charter cruise on Royal Caribbean, and we're talking about Atlantis that went out Mm -hmm. the other day. Well, Vakaya wasn't mentioned by name in the article. Um, The January 10th through the 17th Caribbean cruise on Celebrity Millennium was referenced... And they just wrapped up their cruise, and they had about 2,000 passengers on their cruise. And their answer was an emphatic yes. With careful execution, they write, of recommended protocols, the LGBT plus community can safely navigate these incredibly challenging times. They write... We feel that the article did not live up to the journalistic integrity we expect from the Times and okay. was an, aff- an affront to Atlanta's events, LGBT travel companies in general, uh, and the gay community, they write. As we begin to come out of the pandemic, it's okay to ask questions about the how, the why, and when we'll return to normal. But mm-hmm. the Times, according to the Vakaya, has completely missed the real story. Their decision to focus on errant quotes taken from various social media pages to sensationalize Mm -hmm. the story was both a misfire um, and they write homophobic. The focus should have been yeah the focus should have been on the positive steps being taken by travel companies to adapt to life in a new world of testing screening and exposure reduction through contract tracing upgraded onboard medical facilities and staff and improved guest stateroom ventilation Mm -hmm. everyone aboard vicaya's cruise on celebrity millennium had been vaccinated most had been boosted and all were tested shortly before boarding indoor masking policies remained in place and i want to talk to you about that cody in and okay a second. yes um, lastly I'm yeah lastly teams over here <laughs> yeah lastly they write and despite the cdc's recent decision to make the cruise industry a villain this is according to them we applaud mm-hmm. the industry's science-based efforts to mitigate risks so yeah what are your thoughts um i'm glad that um you know, because we had a really good discussion with Lincoln the other day on episode we 331. Uh, you know, I think we all had some precautions, but we are also like, live your best life. I remember saying that I think the one thing that I was concerned about, just if you didn't listen to that episode, was uh, the cruise Atlantis didn't allow, um, they have their two-month policy where if if you don't cancel within two months, you you don't get your money back. Or anything, yeah. and mm-hmm. I think with the airlines ha- allowing you to get credit right now, that they could have had somewhat of a policy, particularly because many of our LGBTQ plus community are HIV positive. They might mm-hmm. be undetectable, but they are still living with HIV, which puts mm-hmm. them in that category. That I think, looking at, knowing. Cody that yes. a, a huge portion I've been on these cruises before where a huge portion that can afford an Atlantis of a Vakaya cruise line fall into a certain echelon of a community in our community that can afford mm-hmm. this, that sometimes are in the 60 plus echelon that could be living with HIV. I'm just saying to yeah. not really allow that out to me was kind of a miss on oh, yeah, their for part. Sure. It's definitely yeah. short-sighted on Atlantis' part,
1: so I get what you're saying. And I really hope, I'm glad that Vakaya came out in defense of Atlantis, and I really, really hope that they are doing, that Atlantis is doing all the things to keep everyone safe on the boat. Now, like Frank, our friend Frank, I follow several people that are on the boat, and I haven't seen a mask yet, but I mean, it is social media, so you, that it doesn't always give the full story. Well, I want to stop you there. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) Because
0: two things. One, that you told me offline that we're going to talk about in a second. I was just getting to (laughs) it. The other thing that I'm stopping you is because um, they said, I'm sure most of the pictures you've seen were of outdoor, where it's Uh 55,000. And it's just like a sea of gay men. But they are outdoors, and the wind is blowing. Vakaya says that they have mask mandates indoors. I'm wondering if Atlanta has that, because that would be really hard. Like, aside from going to dinner and taking your mask off amongst your dinner mates, would you like this kind of cruise, wearing your mask indoors? I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I just would
1: not. I wouldn't be able to relax. I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself in the way, especially when since Omicron came out and things are more on the rise. I canceled. I was supposed to go on a training in February in Boston. I canceled it. I, I postponed it to June. I didn't mention that on Monday's show, but that I really didn't feel 100% safe in traveling and doing those things right now. So I just think But that you had that choice. I did. And they they switched it. I said COVID and they switched it so fast my head was turning. I was like, wait, I don't have to give you any any <laughs> any backstory or anything like that. They just they really were very accommodating with that. So I I yeah I really hope that Atlantis is doing the things that they need to do.
0: Well, one of the things you were sharing with me offline was that you follow or you were looking at a handle, Gaze Over COVID, which we've talked uh-huh. about on this show, which I can't yeah. believe is still active. Apparently, yeah. it is still active. I mean, COVID still active, so I don't see why they wouldn't be still active. Okay. <laughs> and it's crazy some of the things you shared with me, a story of guys on the dance floor outdoors doing drugs essentially re- re- which recreational, recreational party, fa- party favors I was like how do
1: I say drugs in a nice professional <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not going to get in trouble on this show for saying that but <laughs> I know
1: I know I know but still I was like Thumbs up, I was, we have to
0: be careful but not that I mean not that it is what it is I and can't we're not, I'm it. not judging. I've done I'm not judging judging several times, but I, I'm not saying anything other than <laughs> <that> <laughs> can't believe that <laughs> they would post something like that.
1: Well, you, that. so it was really a picture of the entire dance floor, right? And they just mm-hmm. kind of wanted to show the picture that they were, there's no social distancing, everybody's on top of each other, basically. So and then and then they zoomed into one little part of it and then it's just this guy doing a bump right off of his head. And I'm like, well, that's a bit much though. You really had to do a lot of work in order to look for that one person that's that's enjoying their best life and doing a little bit of recreational party favors. So I don't it's it's a balanced thing. I think that you have to weigh your pros and your cons and you have to Do things in moderation. So I I think that on both ends of the spectrum, going to the on the Atlantis, Atlantis cruise, that's not within moderate terms right now and go gaze over COVID is kind of going. It's like a um, a seesaw, basically. Both of them are like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I want to be on the bottom." No, I want to be on the bottom.
0: <laughs> yeah, and listen, listen. There, these are businesses we're talking about. V- yeah, uh, Vakaya Atlantis Cruise, Atlantis Events are businesses that this is how they make their money through the cruise line, and mm-hmm. everyone's taking a hit right now. You have you've worked in the restaurant industry, and yep. you know the direct effect you know, we don't want anybody to be losing out on their, on their income based on a a pandemic. It's sad. And I think life does have to move on. I think I probably wouldn't get on a cruise uh, right now. I wouldn't have all, and even with the two month rule that they don't allow you to cancel it. However, people booked this cruise in that period that we had that period where we there was a light where it seemed like everything was like oh we're out of this in terms out we're kind of we're kind of back <laughs> at it here and with that with that um i don't think i would have because i i would have predicted we don't know what's to come and given what we did know about cruise lines in the past that people were stuck out at sea i just wouldn't want to i would want to know there's too many questions that I bet they didn't have answers for, to, mm-hmm. And there's too many other places or things that I could have done or just sit tight. That being said, I, I, I know business needs to thrive on and Atlantis events. We don't want them to go under. We don't want Vakaya Cruz to go under. It's true. I think I Bakaya, would like to go on
1: one at yeah. some
0: point, just yeah. not right now. Yeah, well, we'll get on one of those with the show, like Ooh. I did a couple of, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. So anyways, we wish everyone well. I'm glad that Bakaya followed up with we it know. and said that they did it successfully. And no one's out at sea still in. In bad circumstances, waiting—you know what I mean. Yeah. They went at work. I'm sure it's working. The the pictures of the current Atlantis cruise. Everyone's living their best looks life like right people now. People are having a good
1: time, right? Yes. Anything we want to read from
0: the, our live audience? Marcus
1: says that his sister-in-law went on a girls' trip, which was a cruise, and there were only 400 people on the entire ship and i would be totally comfortable doing something like that i think the five thousand number is what is so daunting to me that's a lot of people
0: and so question for marcus was did did they end the cruise was everything fine and they had a blast they had okay a blast. they had a blast great and great okay so this is good yeah so 400, 50, 2000. <laughs> I mean, but really, you can get, we know people that are getting the it's virus. True. It doesn't matter. I just do go back to, though, if I had a underlying condition and I booked this, well, I probably wouldn't book this if mm-hmm. I had an underlying condition, knowing that there could be. A refire like we're experiencing right now. I probably wouldn't have booked it in the first place because, yeah. or I would have asked the critical questions: What's my out? Are you going to yeah. let me cancel? And Atlantis probably said, "Nope, <laughs> nope, nope." And you nope. would have been like, "Never mind, uh, hang on, never mind." Yeah. So you know what? <laughs> Rethinking it. I, all right. We wish everyone well. I can't wait to keep following all that. Uh, I know you can go to the hashtag on most social media, Atlantis events, and. See, yeah, I'm stalking. I'm
1: stalking. Yeah, <laughs>
0: oh, let yeah, me go oh, follow yeah. too. Absolutely. All right, we got to move on. Um Moving on. I think this was the next topic. I don't know why. Luke- I had- Lucas Gage. Yeah, I didn't write yeah. this anymore. I think. Okay, we are on to that story. So I know you started watching the show White Lotus, and we're uh-huh. kind of on the fence of it. Not your favorite. I. I just didn't get sucked
1: in. It's not like I disliked it. I just didn't. It didn't touch my soul. It didn't touch my funny bone. It didn't touch my butthole. Like,
0: oh, it did all of the above <laughs> for me. Uh, Mike White. I believe it's Mike White who is the writer, a producer of, of The White Lotus on HBO. I'm a Huge fan of it. Huge fan of him. He's gay. And I believe he was also on, as my friend told me, Survivor and did well on it. Yeah, but beyond all that, he also wrote an incredible show that only had a couple seasons called Enlightened with Laura Dern. Yeah. On HBO and obsessed with that show. So when it this came really out, good. oh, yeah, it was really great. um White Lotus star Lucas Gage says TV needs more rimming. Yep, we're talking about that kind of rimming. In a recent episode of Watch What Happens Live, Andy Cohen, who's always known to go in there and not like a good rim job, he sat down with Gage to talk all about things White Lotus and get the specific background on that infamous ass eating scene that had. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the whole internet talking in a clip andy read a viewer question asking gage if he had had anything to, to uh if he had manscaped to prepare for Ooh. his salad tossing scene in the show <laughs> uh, in the scene armand who's played yes. by who i love armand yeah. bartlett and dylan played by gage are hooking up in armand's office when the kissing turns into armand going down and eating dylan's ass Quote, as a natural blonde, I'm naturally a little bit smoother, so some exfoliating was needed. Okay. But no trimming or waxing, he said. Cohen <sighs> followed up asking if Gage had been uh, the one on set to suggest the scene involved involving the rim job. Quote, I thought we should normalize rimming, Gage said. I think that ass-eating needs to be talked about more. In the script, it was just written as sex. And mm-hmm. we've seen sex on TV. Let's have some ass eating. I am so here for this because mm-hmm. us gays have to push the boundaries. If we want to see more representation, more representation to me means more ass eating on television. Yes. And when you have um, a current blockbuster star, uh, who's the star that I was just talking about offline on um nightmare alley um uh, i should have written it down i'm so sorry who's just (laughs) got a major star right now who uh, who i love um is currently gone full frontal nudity and he's a straight actor um and when we're competing with that... Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Thank you. That's it. When, <laughs> when yeah, almost, I do listen to you. <laughs> thank you. In, the, in our production meeting, we talked about this and I knew it off the top, And I didn't put it in my new notes here. But when in the same we, Bradley Cooper is being tutored as having full frontal in his current movie. And it's like, ooh, Bradley Cooper full frontal. And what did, how did he feel about that? And was it right for the actor's integrity? We have this character in white lotus this actor saying no no forget about full frontal it's all about ass-eating and i think we're (laughs) paving the way as gay as gay people like we have to move the needle forward we can't just be full frontal and so i think kudos to that for them doing that absolutely what do you think Ass eating is the new wave. It's the new frontier
1: in movies. You know, I was telling you offline, Eric Dane from Grey's Anatomy, Dr. McSteamy, he was just eating an ass on Euphoria of Kristen Birdsong, who I follow on... I like to think we're friends, but we're not really friends. (laughs) We're just Instagram buddies. Kristen Birdsong on Euphoria. I know, but... It's okay. I'm I'm here with it. I'm comfortable. I know my place in the hierarchy, but yeah. So Eric Dane was eating ass uh, on Euphoria, and I I'm telling you, it's the new frontier. I might, I want to get mine out too. Get my ass out and get my uh, get
0: my ass ate on TV. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's so pushing the boundaries for television. If you're like I said before, if you're gonna have a straight actor showing full frontal at this point in the game us gays they need to move the needle and we need to show that it's interesting following up with that story though i was reading a current reddit thread that says how to unlock the pleasure of getting your butt eaten out and mm-hmm. they write hey so i am a big time bottom and i also don't like having my butt." But I don't like having my butt eaten because it's always been whatever. Like maybe the guys I've been with are just bad at eating ass. But I also don't see the big whoop (laughs) over rimming. I would rather just have a plug in me or a dick over being rimmed. And, you know, I I read through the threads of Mm -hmm. what people said. And some people said, yeah, it's sometimes there's just not enough sensation there. And it's they're not into it. Um, Maybe you need to... Somebody said you just need to get pounded for like with a big dick for several hours and then it's going to loosen you (laughs) up and then you're definitely going to feel it and then you're going to want to get rimmed. Um, I don't know that I've ever thought it's not something that I seek out. Uh Getting it as a bottom primarily, I'm just going to speak for myself. Um, However, I remember a time when I had this great fuck buddy back in L.A., Right. He was an actor, and I'm I, I met him, and we I would go over to his place, drive over to Western Street in LA, and go to his apartment. He would often he was six foot three. Okay, that's guy, already you kind of tarn- already opened up. Yeah, tarn- <laughs> huge dick. He would open the nice. door. Some I never knew how he was gonna open the door, and oftentimes it was naked, and I would just Ooh. be like, Oh my. God, here we go. And he would just lead me in. And we'd get down to business. And one of our favorite things that we started off sex with was 69ing it. So oh. I went down on his cock on bed flat, just sucking away like there was no tomorrow. And nice. he, ate, he ate my ass like there was no tomorrow. It was the most in unison symphonic Pleasurable. Oh, 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 it was a Janet Jackson moment <laughs> I've ever. Been. I mean, you, you
1: heard music. Oh, my goodness. Were there fireworks too?
0: <laughs> pretty much. No, the fireworks came after then. He turned me over and fucked me like there's no tomorrow. Oh, and I came shit. like,
1: <laughs>
0: But I loved getting my ass eaten as I sucked on his beautiful cock. And we were so like sucked in, in this beautiful figuration. I wish somebody there would was have- a symbiosis. Symbio sauce. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want that sauce to lick up, believe me. Oh, I wish goodness. I bottled it, but yes. yeah. I often jerk off thinking about that. Oh, I think I might too. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think that- what you have to do when you eat ass, this is a pro ass eater tip right here. Okay. You have to vary the sensations down there because when you are just doing one thing on the ass, it gets a little bit monotonous and boring. So you have to lick the balls, put your tongue in and out of the hole. So run your tongue around the the hole and just vary the sensation is all I have to say. Um, A nice tip that I have learned is to spell the alphabet with your tongue on the asshole. Ooh. So, and it, and it drives the guys wild. How many letters
0: are there in the alphabet? That's a big, <laughs> a lot. Then
1: start over and then do A-A-B-B. I don't even know how many letters are in the alphabet. That sounds like a, a math question that I don't have the But you could
0: to mix to. it up. Like, just <laughs> let your mind stream of says 26 letters. Thank you, Daniel. Go ahead. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, too, because I just saw this porn handle somebody write like they, they ate their this guy's ass like it was a pussy. Oh, and is okay, do you think there's yeah. a difference? I don't, I, I look who I'm asking
1: in this hat and this
0: kimono moment in this Andre Tally Leon moment. In the name of Andre Leon Tally, I, I don't I, think we're gonna get our answer tonight. I don't think so, um, but
1: I I would, I, I guess, yes. I'm gonna, I, I'll pull the audience. Do you guys know
0: what if eating ass is like eating pussy? Do you guys know? Let's write that. Some of the things that people wrote, too, were not into it, not that. The only time I've ever not really been into it, because I think it's such a great foreplay moment, and it is sensitive around that area, and you can make it sensitive. And if somebody really goes down there, I think it could be really amazing. The only time I've ever been a little bit on the nervous side is if... I don't know if they're going to start like chewing or... Fighting down there, a little bit of
1: of teeth is okay. Steve, I'm telling you, as eating professional over here, and a little, just a little bit, just a little, a little nibble,
0: a little bit. But you, some people go a little (laughs) nuts on that. And the other time is when I've taken, I've been out and I didn't realize I was going to get fucked that night. So Mm -hmm. fill in the blank, or I'll fill it in for you right now. Mm -hmm. I didn't clean out. Okay. but i trusted dr goldstein proctologist been on the show before the good ass doctor who says in general if you're eating a good diet you're clean down there and i thought i was probably fine however not maybe fine to be having my ass eaten fine to getting fucked in other words okay. there wouldn't be, not going to be any accidents happening or anything like yeah, that but, but i don't know that i you need to be hanging out down there with yeah. your nasal passages you know what I'm saying, and then I'm like, <laughs> can we, like, "Can we, my, can we?" I can go over- into some random. Uh, I'm facts. sure you could <laughs>
1: right now, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say. What our are the audience. people
0: saying?
1: The people are saying. So when you first started your last story about the 69 moment that you had, Teddy goes, Western in what, LOL? He wants to know where where this man is. Oh,
0: child, that was like 1998. (laughs) And I
1: say, calm down, Teddy, girl, okay? And then, so when I asked the question about if they knew whether or not eating ass was like eating pussy they both said they they have no idea teddy even goes as far as to say what is a pussy so i don't don't know if we have time to explain well yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) and Daniels agrees with me that nibbling is a very good thing can i tell you the first time i got my ass ate i was climbing the walls and it was amazing so just uh, just for a, a note out there that it can be absolutely stellar if the person knows what they're doing.
0: And you know what, you're right. And the thing is what I think people don't realize is, and this is a good thing because we keep getting this on tags, podcast, people that are strict tops that mm-hmm. want nothing to do with, or my boyfriend really wants me to try, but mm-hmm. I'm really not into bottoming. And this could be such a great thing between you and your your partner or somebody that you're yeah. exploring all this because it doesn't involve the penetration of it all yeah. but you have to imagine that your it. prostate which we all know we're gonna get a little scientific here or basic science here yeah. is pleasurable so is. why wouldn't the, the and it's only about two inches in i think yeah why wouldn't the peripheral area like so many other areas, be sensitive to it. And even when it's not, like take your nipples, for example. Like I didn't always have the most sensitive nipples, but through people licking them and chewing and take spending time really made them sensitive. And the same can happen with that area. If you know that the ass is a sensitive region, the exterior can be just as fun and it can be such fun foreplay between you and whomever, right? I I, I say go oh, for, for it. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I I was mis misinformed.
1: It's four. It's about four inches, which is still isn't a long way to go. I say yeah. go for the
0: gold with your tongue. The prostate is about four inches within your rectum. And I'm about ten inch. I mean, I want <laughs> ten, but <laughs> and that's pleasurable for me. So yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, everybody's got their inches. I'm deep. I am hey. deep. You I are. Mean, thank you, Teddy. M-G. If you join us in <laughs> a, a well. little bit later, I'm wondering why we got these get-ups on. It's all in honor of Andre Leontali. We are working it here. And We're going that, for our fashion
1: yeah. moments, darling.
0: Yeah, should we skip to Home Depot story, Cody? Sure, let's yeah. go. Ahead. We are,
1: <laughs> yeah, we can always come back.
0: We can always, <laughs> always come back. Um, so okay, there's a recent Home Depot aisle. I, I, um, some Home Depot employees forgot to work out the kink, so to speak. In this funny story in aisle 15, I got this story from Queer Tea or maybe that employees were sneaking their fetishes into the workplace as seen in images that I'll post on tagspodcast.com in a, in a, uh, I'm not sure what city was it. Did you figure out what city this was? I can look it up really quick. Look it up, but uh, Home Depot an aisle 15 somewhere in the country, in the US, a sign read as you're looking for what to go. And I need these signs when I'm in Home Depot because I'm so not uh, a <laughs> mechanical, I'm not. I'm like the worst. I'm but this is what the sign read. Hardware, lubricants, rope, chain, screws, tie downs. I, I mean okay. it was a BDSM was like fun to me. dream. IL15 for BDSM bumps, it was like the best. Um people wrote on Reddit, I hear they have all they all they have some really good hard and soft woods. Wrote one Redditor. uh, Another one wrote, "Um, active in the BDSM scene, revealed that Home Depot is their favorite place. Confirmed, another commenter added, most of the scene gets their gear from hardware stores. Um, Yeah, pretty... Gets what gear? (laughs) Well, gloves, tie-downs, rope and chain, and lubricant. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it was a play... uh, on I mean I don't think they thought of this it's just funny but it got me thinking based on this next story that don't mm-hmm. D- DIY it really yes. there's we there's we are now in 2022 and there is so many sex stores out there that can ship things to you without like, you know, without putting a label on it and you can get your toys that are meant to be toys and not do this, like this next story. I mean, I think that was a really fun take and that probably was a real Home Depot moment, but don't go there. there. Yeah, (laughs) if you know what you're doing, maybe get some ropes there. But besides that, like this next story, a man attempted to achieve erection like ED Severely injured after his partner put an expanding foam inside his urethra. Uh, this this is kind of a creepy weak, story. Urethra, Franklin? No, wait. No. I weak. Weak. <laughs> an American man may never be able to use his oh, penis no. again after his partner accidentally sprayed expanding foam. Up his urethra in a sex act gone wrong. The 45 year old patient had to have a new opening cut between his scrotum and his anus oh, so that goodness. he could urinate when the foam hardened and became anchored in his penis. <gasps> Medics who treated him revealed he will only qualify re- for reconstructive surgery if he passes a psychiatric eva- evaluation. Oh, no. I mean, the, the man was struggling with impotence, right? Erectile yeah. dysfunction and had been inserting various objects into the opening of his penis during a sex during sex to kind of stay erect but things went wrong when they the partner uh tried to use the straw of a can of insulation spray to keep him firm at some point the man's unidentified partner accidentally hit the button on top of the can deploying the foam inside of his penis and the foam normally used for home insulation hardened and was left with several masses in, inside of the member and bladder. And this guy didn't go, Cody, to the emergency room for like weeks, like a couple weeks. Three so, weeks, I think
1: you said. Yeah, that
0: is that? Yeah, so I mean, horrible. anytime I've ever had an emergency, I'm like, suck so it let's up. Go right now. Let's go. <laughs> Pretty much, I mean, even with my Time ankle. Is even with my ankle, when I had this, I was like, oh no, I'm like, I think I have a day to ice it. Maybe I just sprained it and i will be all okay. Mm-hmm. But I knew after that 24 hours and I, and I yeah. needed crutches too because I didn't have, once my friend got me crutches, I knew, uh-uh, uh-uh, go to the emergency room and thank God I did. And I'm, you know, but oh my yeah. God, this is where- I can't imagine- yeah don't do it yourself at home and with erectile dysfunction i mean i just had this wonderful guest on the show susan bratton on the show mm-hmm. you guys could listen to episode 316 and there's so many advances you have to know there are so many advances in just life but for erectile dysfunction there are so many ones where you don't even have to take a pill every day Yeah, we've gotten to a point. Listen to episode 316. And there's natural remedies that can fix this and and therapists and we talk to all the time on this show, Cody, sex therapists, and it's there is a way to get beyond this. Why on earth would anybody ever use do it yourself and use sprays from Home Depot? It's just yeah. No, 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 no. What are your thoughts? These guys,
1: just don't stick any home items or anything from Home Depot inside of any of your orifices. There are smart and freaky pee-pee out people people pp. Freaky <laughs> people out there <laughs> that have invented things to go inside everything that you have on your body for your pleasure and enjoyment. I'm sure there is something. I'm not really 100% sure there that somebody has invented something to go within your urethra, instead of trying to just do it yourself. Don't be MacGyver. Don't be a hero on this. When it comes to this, your health is the most important thing, especially in these times. We just reported on the story. Well, never mind.
0: Yes. No, you're right, and you're so right. And I think, yeah, <laughs> we live in an age where you can find so there's so many. T- tools literally out there that don't require you going to home depot not at home
1: depot (laughs) no don't do
0: this it's life-threatening you know these are i can attest the what i once i have talked about on the show before i once had a uh i had to go to the emergency room Mm -hmm. but it was with a toy it was actually a sex toy that just had a mishap on it. it it was one of those pumps that was a dildo and mm-hmm. it separated, and it was just a mishap with the the toy. Um, but it was, you know, and I will never forget the nurse, um, because you feel such shame when yeah. you have something go wrong, or you're in an emergency, or even, like, you know, what happened to you? And there's always shame. We live in such shame um, yeah. all the time. I'll never forget the nurse said, uh, you were playing with the... A toy, an adult toy. Do not be, uh, do not apologize. That toy fucked up, you know, and you have nothing to apologize for. And this was a straight nurse uh, telling me, and I'll I'll never forget that because we got through it and it was all good, but don't do things and with Home Depot instruments or sprays or glues or no, I, I can't say no enough. Anybody <laughs> saying anything other than "ouch"? <laughs> Just that you're
1: deep. I don't know if I see anything else other than that. No, Teddy says that 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 person is so lucky to have a penis at this point. So
0: yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, I kind of want to get to the one story we talked about about turn off. Okay. Are we? Oh, yeah, me too. Or oh, you like want to get to the other one?
1: No, no, no. We can we can always. Come, I think we have. We, I think we around. can do both. We can do. Should we both. go. Yeah. Okay. Well, we so
0: <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so a recent Reddit thread got my interest, and it asked the question, "What's an odd immediate turnoff for you?" And they write, "Sure, this probably gets asked all the time, but I have an odd one: the star tattoo. The star tattoos. You guys know what I'm talking about. We've all seen." Oh, yeah guys with those star tattoos personally i like those star tattoos i think they're I, so sexy it kind of makes me hard i don't know but you know which ones i'm talking about they write i don't know why but i do not like them at all it's such a turn off for me immediately so they write what's an odd thing that just turns you off disclaimer this isn't to shame people or anything like that and please do not do that on this post i like that they wrote that you know it's just kind of like a conversation and you know i've definitely been with somebody with those stars i think we all know those star tattoos that oh i don't know if they're popular in the straight world because i haven't seen a lot of straight people naked but or just whatever but (laughs) i dated a guy um back in the day and he had those and i don't know i thought they were kind of hot but i get what he's talking about that yeah. there can be certain things. I mean, people in the thread, if you were to read the thread, where what turns me off is like people wrote bad feet or bad na- toenails. And- I feel like
1: that's universal, though. Those, those two things I feel like nobody really likes bad feet and bad bad toenails. That yeah, like but let's thing. keep
0: it, yeah, and I think, let's keep it with what this guy was going for. It, yeah. It's not okay, like, it. it's not a attribute that someone's not taking care of themselves that turns exactly. you off. It's really a choice that this person yes. was writing about that somebody chooses to imbibe or it dawn like this silk robe that i'm wearing i mean we look
1: fabulous i don't care if it doesn't turn yeah
0: not a caftan not a caftan i might add because i have a huge thing against caftans don't hate me i know i just we
1: have to talk about it it's a long story (laughs) this i
0: got in mykonos and it's a robe and i don't it's probably the first time i've ever worn it but in in honor Thank you, darling. But I'll have to say, I'll just start. The one thing that is a current trend that I see a lot of gays doing is painting their nails, their nails, men painting their nails. And I have a feeling I had a conversation with you where you said, I'm thinking of painting my nails. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm here for it. When I see it on TV, sometimes the thing is, when I see it on TV and someone's talking, I'm like, what's going on with their nails? Like, oh, is there? And I'm like, oh, they're just painted. But to <laughs> me, I don't even really love women's painted nails, to be honest. And what? I, most of my female, like, you know, I've always been, like, I love Madonna and I love, you know, my female don't have the the nail thing going on okay they're just strong women so i don't uh-huh. even know that i've ever liked it even on women that much that being said okay. i don't mind it on women the whole male phenomenon or painting their I toenails i can't i can't i, I just don't like it. It, well, I I, but, do it but let me just say don't come for me don't come for me because i think everybody should do whatever they want to do just know No, am I like hating on people? No, will I, if I met like the man of my dreams, would I be all, and he had that, I would be, "Mm." but it's just, it's kind of a turnoff to me. That and buffing the nails, like just don't buff the nails. I don't want to look at glossy nails. I just want to look at just, but I want clean cut nails. Oh wow! Just, just clean, clean cut nails like mine. I'm showing you right now, but not buffed out. Yeah, Sorry. I need to. It just turns me. It turns of me off. Sure. But I hear you, and
1: I. Now that you say that, I was having a hard time coming up with mine. I actually said that I, I judge people's fashion fashion choices. Like I went on a date with this guy, and he had on teal army fatigue pants. And I said, I could see him walking in. And I was like, no, never again. Me and you will never go on another (laughs) date ever in life. But now that you say it, I really am. I physically, I don't like men with no body hair. Well, yeah. Okay. If you want to shave off all your body hair, then that is something that I cannot be down with, honestly. So I really enjoy body hair on a man. Trimmed or... You can trim it, but if you are like a
0: dolphin, I'm not with that. (laughs) So here's the thing, and it's a great time to bring up our our sponsor, Manscaped, where you guys can get 20% off using our promo code tags by going to manscaped.com and free shipping. You can trim it so it doesn't – like I have always been of the mindset back in the day, Cody, where Uh I bought razors and – I would try and trim and then inevitably I'm cutting myself. So I just cut the whole, I was just totally bald. Right. And uh-huh. it was bad. Now with Manscape, I can actually do it where there's a little bit there and oh, it looks, yeah. you know what I'm that. saying? Yeah. It's nice and but... well kept, but
1: like, like my chest hair right now. I don't it know if you guys can. <laughs> delicious.
0: I want to have a sushi roll on it. <laughs> with brown rice <laughs> hamachi perhaps <laughs>
1: yes yumbers!
0: oh my wow. goodness but yeah my
1: boyfriend he loves to shave everywhere and i was like okay babe um
0: let's let's I'm, have a meet let's we need a powwow we
1: discuss w- what level we're we're both comfortable with this with because like that's not Oh, you had to I have a conversation. Him. Okay. I mean, it, it's not anything too drastic or crazy, but I feel like when he wants to wear bikinis a lot, then he's
0: like, take it all away. And I'm like,
1: can we just keep a little bit though?
0: <laughs> I like that though. No, but that's that's such a great conversation to have with your partner. Yeah. And, and, and I bet, I bet Cody that, because I've been in this predicament before, when your partner or someone you're having sex with tells you what they like, Oh yeah, it's so much easier for him to keep on some of that hair. He's like, "Oh, child, please, you like some of this hair? That just you just shaved, shaved ten minutes out of my routine every week. Thank you very uh-huh. much." And yeah. but you better be. Eating that ass a little bit more now. I better see the results of that. And, you know, it's everything's a gauger. A I get complex. down. I eat it so like it's groceries. It. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not mad at that. Somebody wrote, hmm, I guess I'm off Steve's radar now because they're guilty of having their name. Well, okay, Daniel, to be honest, if, and the thing is, it's just in general. I think I, it's just if I met somebody, and I think that's what this Reddit thread was talking about. If I met somebody and they had the nails painted, maybe would just be an initial turnoff. I wouldn't be a deal breaker. If I was dating somebody and they were like, you know, for now, I'm into this mode, I would probably go with it. And if it wasn't like forever, it's not that bad. It's just something that I don't love or I don't love buffed nails either. Um, but it's, it's very, we're just being nitpicky on these we went to things. the nail
1: salon together, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I told them, I don't know what you told them, but I remember saying, they said, because they always want to do that buff thing at the end. That I'm like, cleaner. no, all yeah. you really need to do is keep things clean and cut perfectly. Do not do that buff for those, so... You're glo- you're looking at a glossy nail. I want when I wear my diamonds, I want them to look at my diamonds, not at my glossy nails. <laughs> Thank you. You don't want to be blinding people with your nails. No. Okay. I get uh, it. <laughs> or no, Teddy. No French chips. Never. <laughs> but you know. But if I do drag, I'm going to put them on. Hey, I'm just hey, saying. Okay. Hey.
1: <laughs> but and in, in, so in my checked column. Both Daniel and Teddy. Well, Teddy says there goes his Nair sponsorship. So,
0: I guess. Sorry, boo. We tried them already and they refused us. So, that's why we're doing this segment. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And Daniel said, yes, he has body hair. So, he's good to go.
0: We're all good to go. Okay. Yeah. And these are all just preferences based on a Reddit thread. Not deal breakers. Not deal breakers. Exactly. Just thoughts on it. Do we have time to get to that other one? The boyfriend one? Let's we do. do it. Let's just do it. Because you really, yeah. Um, okay. So, another Reddit thread that really caught our interest, and I really want to hear Cody's thoughts on this. Right. Should I be okay with my boyfriend wanting to keep his ex as a close mm-hmm. friend? Um, that's basically the thread. I'm not sure if it went on, they canceled this thread, but yeah, he deleted it okay people had a lot to say with it including one person that said this was my thought my partner is friends with an ex that he was with for a long time before me at first it made me uncomfortable but then i got to know him and now we're all good friends mm-hmm. however he writes we would never spend time with him without me and not invite me to um okay well somebody wrote that what was the christmas eve thing that we were yeah read? So- the original
1: poster said that Thank you. his his boyfriend invited wanted to spend Christmas Eve with the ex-boyfriend and Christmas Day with the current boyfriend and that would be a hell to the no. I know, right? And didn't invite the current boyfriend to Christmas Eve with the ex-boyfriend. So basically he's keeping them both apart. Oh, uh-uh. Which is okay. a big red flag. It's those red flags that you see in <laughs> in the emojis.
0: <laughs> You're a super jealous person, self admitted. You've oh. said before. <laughs> Damn. There's no pearls <laughs> to clutch, girl. Clutch that, clutch that body. A little bit of cropped body hair that you got there, but I'm calling you out on this. <laughs> and Damn, what bitch, would? You, look. What if Joe said? I feel like I've been in your company too, where Joe had an ex. We're not and, bringing it up. Okay. Okay. We're not bringing it up. <laughs> Let's but not talk about it. What are your thoughts on this in general? And if can So you <laughs> said it, and
1: it's the first line in my note. Yes, I am a person, but I have come to learn. I said jealous
0: bitch, but okay. <laughs>
1: Yes, I'm a jealous bitch, but I've come to learn, especially at my age, that I am not the only person that my significant other has dated. I'm working on myself. I would like to think that I've become much less jealous in the most more recent years and in the instances, especially if the things that need to be done in order to not pique my suspicious mind. I think that's a a large part of it. I'm super suspicious. So I see red flags about uh, everywhere. So
0: <laughs> really so, not to this day though.
1: Um not currently with my boyfriend, no. Yeah, good. But, so, but appropriate in- introductions need to be made. I think that that instance you were talking about I was kind of blindsided by it. So, right. I think I think that that was that played a large part into it inviting me to events like christmas that you that you plan or yeah or even things even if you know i don't want to go like if you're going to the store with with your ex just to get groceries say hey do you want to come not excluding me from things not trying to keep me separate from the ex that those are all red flags in my mind so you need appropriate things need to be done and in order for the trust to grow in the relationship and yeah
0: Yeah. And I agree with you. And we talked about this offline that I think the old me in so many ways was so jealous. I remember having a boyfriend that he would talk about his exes and they were like together for a really long time, time before us. And they even owned Mm -hmm. property, I think at one point. And even though I didn't, Really create a whole snitch. I always had sort of an underlying like shadiness to like, oh, what did he have to say? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I I could hear it even in the tone that I would give to my boyfriend at the time, and I just think it was exhausting that I wouldn't want to carry that on today. The new the me now wouldn't have the energy, the time, the interest yeah. to be like caring because I I'm not in that insecure place anymore. Um, I had one of the longest friendships with my first ever boyfriend who we were together since 1995. I still talk to him. I was just messaging him earlier today. And we just, he was always, he's always going to be in my life. And people that date me are always going to know that, you know, this person's, we're going to be like communicating or seeing each other. And it's not that serious. And it's really all, I would have red flags if there were things like, I need to spend time. Because we were also talking about Hollywood couple types or people in general that you hear about that have to Mm co-parent. And, you know, if if there's children in the mix, which, you know, mark my words, Cody, we're going to see this as... Gay marriage and ch- and gays having children yes. and divorce is and inevitable. Di- divorce. We're going to see this playing out in the years to come. Uh, next generations are going to be seeing this, uh, and how will they handle that? Um, mm-hmm. Because I think when there are children, as we were saying offline, it creates a whole another mix, and it's just be- better to keep it copacetic. But yeah, I it's don't think for the anything. kids. Yeah. No. If you're solid with your partner, the person you're with, and they have a relationship, they had a life before oh yeah, this. And, and f-
1: so for me, it's a constant battle, and that's something that I have to definitely continue to tell myself is that there was they had a life before me they're not doing anything that's suspicious because i don't know why i'm so suspicious i'm suspicious of you right now in that kimono no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> you should be you should you be. look fabulous i'm just joking <laughs> you should be a little suspicious i love that no, word too, suspicious, because you but. look so because you look uh, so fabulous you're still, <laughs> you're still in my heart that's what it is <laughs> but fun
0: fun topic to discuss on how would you oh, handle yeah, that sure. i love that um lastly you know all in 2021, we were doing thirst trap from straight up gay porn. And you know, mm-hmm. then they pared it down to two sets of groups that they ultimately decided the king of who took the best thirst trap. Okay. You know, they finally came out with a winner, Cody, put can you put that in t- uh, in t- the thread? I will post this yes. on tagspodcast.com. So what they ended up doing straight up gay porn ended up taking the two sets of of nominees, and it ended up going down to uh, 10 nominees, I believe. One, Mm. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think it was 10. And out of those 10, they chose the Thirst Trap King of the Year. And the winner is Bo Butler. Bo Butler ended up being the winner. Um, He was against Boots, Elf, Colton Reese, Roman Todd, Dalton (laughs) Riley, Zach Astor, Ray Zexter, Roxas, Calam and mm-hmm. italo andrade mm-hmm. um well, i'll just tell you my thoughts really quick that uh i didn't know the, uh Bo butler in this whole thing um if i had to choose one since we talked about these every week Italo mm-hmm. andrade came up a lot and i thought he was so hot and he would have been my choice however yeah, i did yeah, a I deep don't. dive on Bo butler and in the picture that they're showing right now he, talk about like having hair and cropping it to perfect. The perfect length. Perfect length. Yeah. And <laughs> I, and he's in this picture, he's got a great smile and I love feet and he's got beautiful wide feet and I'm all about his feet in this picture. And okay, yeah, he gets it for me for the feet on that one. I mean, he does have nice feet. I will. Beautiful, like right? Yeah, I would. Totally they're worship really those. beautiful,
1: and I'm happy for him. Would he have been my pick? I don't think so. But okay, it is what it is. I didn't. I'm not the ultimate end all be all for you know who is the thirst trap king. It's a it's a communal voting process that we went through, <laughs> and I'm happy for him. I'm very happy for him. He's a sexy man. So, but who would you have picked? My, Eat a low in my heart. <laughs> Eat a low
0: in our heart. Yes. Well, you know, like the Academy Awards, the nominees are also important as well. So it nominated. Yeah. Every absolutely. nominee is a winner as well. This has been so much fun. Oh, my gosh. So much fun. Oh, yeah. Um, don't forget, we have an after show that we're bringing back, and the after show yeah, will yes. be- debut this week. So, check that out. You can go to tagspodcast.com and figure out how to get the after show. And follow us on TikTok um, at tags podcast on the TikTok at tagspodcast. Follow Cody Maurice Doggett, he's a life coach at kmd coaching without or without the tits or right now as mr maurice with with the the tits tits. (laughs) mr maurice absolutely thanks guys for playing this has been so much fun and in the meantime cody what are we doing continue having hot hot gay 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 sex sex. yes super fun oh my gosh